Hi, Adam. Hi, Hal. Did you watch episode three of The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallup? I kind of regret doing so, but yes. <laughs> you, uh, hi, everybody. This is a podcast that's usually about obscure gay movies. This time we're doing a web series that I don't think is obscure, but Autumn had never seen it. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're going to be talking about episode three of the Gain Wondrous Caleb of the Gain Wondrous the Gain Wondrous Caleb Gallo of the Gain Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo. The thing about this this show is that like it's it's a really wonderful like <laughs> critique of the woke left kind of humor coming mm-hmm. from within the woke left like it's imminent critique yeah uh, so it's it's, like, it's la gay culture it's la leftist gay like art gay culture looking at itself and being like this is what we sound like can you believe this is what we sound like yeah and i think i think it for that reason gets away with a lot of um a lot of stuff that it wouldn't get away with if it weren't imminent critique in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been reading too much theory using terms <laughs> like imminent critique. Um, You're doing the reading for that class? Wild. <laughs> not this week, I haven't. <laughs> so episode one. Or no. Oh, do you want to introduce me again? Because... Z's also here. <laughs> I am also here. I've been talking. Uh, this whole time so hello i love the idea of that being said but like in the episode nothing of z has like appeared before this moment like your first moment speaking is saying i've been talking this whole time that's hilarious i think that's what should happen so episode three opens with karen and this this like bizarrely paced conversation with karen and len that i don't a hundred percent understand why it's in the episode so here's the thing yeah (laughs) here's my thesis okay caleb is not the main character of this episode no karen is the main character of this episode yeah and the visual language of these two opening scenes where karen is driving and then she starts having this conversation with lynn are supposed to convey to us that karen is the main character of this episode Mm mm-hmm that is why these two scenes are like in the show from like a film craft like narrative theory standpoint from a like joke standpoint in this show so that we can learn that Lynn is no longer catholic <laughs> and he's a rapper now he's a rapper now uh, and not a very good one no so it's not to just remind us that Lynn still exists <laughs> Is what you're telling me. <laughs> Len is a plot pivotal character. Is he? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. 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 All right. Len, in so the next episode, uh, the B plot largely revolves around Len. Oh, that's great. I'm excited. Oh, you shouldn't be. You won't like it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm even more excited then. <laughs> and then episode five, Lynn is is plot pivotal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Len has to be there or else none of it matters. Amazing. But yeah, we have a little conversation between Lynn and Karen. We learn that Karen is driving over to Billy's at like seven in the morning to surprise him. Who does that? 
Well, <laughs> listen, no one That's in the so no one in this show is a real reasonable person. No. Yeah. Do I believe that Karen would do that? Yes. I just when she said seven a.m., I was so upset for like no reason. <laughs> they're awake. They're awake and dressed. I know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if this is uh, West Coast gays chime in. But I wonder if this is a matter of them, like, being on the West Coast and, like, having to deal with East Coast stuff. Because, mm. like, between, like, Atlanta and New York City, there's, you know, like, a lot of acting stuff that doesn't happen in L.A. Mm-hmm. So it's it's possible that they, like, just have to be up this early for, for time zone reasons. Mm-hmm. Billy does have an audition. That will become important. <laughs> Kind of. It's a plot point. Karen is driving over to visit Billy. Very important that Len learns that Billy and Karen slept together is not handling it well. No, <laughs> because because everyone in this friend group wants to sleep with each other mm-hmm. and only about 60% of them get to. <laughs> but yeah, we then cut to Billy's apartment where uh, Billy is putting away his uh, pipe. So presumably Billy is high for this entire episode. That's the interpretation I'm going off of. I mean, that does explain some things. It does explain some things. (laughs) But Caleb says, because Caleb and Billy have just hooked up the night before, Caleb is still there. He's wearing Mm -hmm. an orange sleeveless shirt that we've never seen him wear before. I assume it's Billy's. And yeah, Karen shows up. Well, they they talk about whether or not to tell Karen that Caleb went down on Billy the night before. They refer to this event the entire time as hooking up. I don't think it counts. But what, what do you mean it doesn't like, count? <laughs> I don't think counts as hooking up is not the full action. That, I, that, so okay, so here's the thing: hooking up is a uh-huh. horribly vague and. Um, actually quite region specific term as to Mm. what it means Mm -hmm. uh i've lived in parts of the u.s where hooking up referred to like a very specific like a very specific sex act i've also lived in parts of the u.s where hooking up just meant like oh yeah they like got together uh and then i've also heard it used just sort of vaguely so Mm -hmm. i don't what what's important is that Billy and Caleb have done a sex act. Yeah. And then spent the night together cuddling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- immediately, not immediately after, but like the day after Billy and Karen hooked up. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why Karen is going to act the way that she acts in this episode. And and Caleb is like, should we keep this confidential? And Billy's like, no, let's let's tell Karen. It's fine. And I think that we should tell Caleb's boyfriend what happened. No yeah. one ever Caleb... at one point thinks about him this whole episode, like no. regarding this act. And that is amazing. I forgot he had a boyfriend for half the episode. Mm-hmm. A boyfriend with whom he has, as of like three days ago, agreed to be monogamous. Yes, specifically. Yeah. Caleb's a terrible person. He is. I have in my notes in red, Billy's right, Caleb's wrong, Billy's high. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, we we get this very bizarre scene where uh, like Karen is there and she's like, "Uh, so what have y'all been up to? What did you do last night? And just like cuddle. 
every time someone ends a sentence in this scene, we get like the like SVU like dun dun. Um, that was so weird to me. Why it's is that so happening? phenomenal? Legally distinct from the SVU dong dong because the SVU dong dong is copyrighted. Amazing. Ah, mm-hmm. good, 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 good. But yeah, Billy and Caleb, I uh, you know, explain what has happened to Karen, and mm. she says, "Well, I gotta go to therapy now." And <laughs> that leaves. was such a mood. That was such a mood. Uh, then we get a scene with Freckle and Benicio. Freckle is doing like yoga on their like veranda. Uh, yeah, just sort of on the floor in. <laughs> near but not on their balcony Mm -hmm. it's truly phenomenal uh and uh yeah freckle receives a facetime from benicio this is uh call number 11 (laughs) in the course of the show uh and notably uh benicio is not saved in freckle's phone as benicio Mm. he is saved as benicio (laughs) i didn't notice that that's very funny I think that is very good and very funny. That's realism. <laughs> but yeah, Benicio uh, is explaining to Freckle that he's coming to town. To visit his boyfriend. To mm-hmm. visit his boyfriend. Yeah, specifically, uh, Freckle says, oh, are you um, are you going to stay with me? And Benicio says, no, I'm going to stay with Caleb. To which Freckle replies, good luck with that. <laughs> Saying what we're all thinking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Freckle is Cassandra. Freckle <laughs> Freckle can see the future and... Uh, no one listens to her. No one listens to her. Another gem from this scene. Benicia says, I can't wait to see you. And Freckle says, I know that, which I think is just delightful. Yeah. <laughs> Karen is not freaking out, except for the part where she's definitely freaking out. Except for the part where she's definitely freaking out. Mm-hmm. Her, and, her and Caleb are on phone call number 12 <laughs> she is karen is homophobic i don't what? remember if we established yes she is she is repelled from billy because he has slept with a man now well that's 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 not the vibe i was getting um the vibe i was getting was she just sleeps with someone who immediately sleeps with someone else i mean that would upset me they were exclusive they were in a relationship they well, just had sex i i don't i i think more than anything, the issue here is that Caleb sets Billy and Karen up on a date that mm-hmm. goes terribly. Yes. Karen makes out with Lynn. <laughs> uh, and then the next day, Karen and Billy sleep together. Well, next day-ish. The timeline's wibbly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next day, literally, Billy and Caleb sleep together. Despite the fact that both Billy and Caleb know that Billy and Karen just slept together. And so I think more than anything, Karen feels like her trust is betrayed more than anything. Mm. Whether or not she has a right to be, her best friend did just sleep with a guy that she had just hooked up with. And the guy she just hooked up with did just sleep with her best friend. Mm. Yeah, that felt really icky to me. Like if they talked about it and she was like, yeah, do whatever, we're not exclusive. That's one thing. They, just the way Caleb just assumes things and does whatever he wants this whole show. I would have been mm-hmm. angry if I was Karen. I think that we're supposed to think that Karen is overreacting here so that 
uh in a couple of episodes when like benicio shows up and is just like very subdued the entire time there's kind of a like a starker contrast there spoilers spoilers but yeah god what (laughs) we knew it was we knew it was gonna happen that's what the whole show has been has been moving towards Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah i i think karen is like reasonable here but i also think that karen is is like working through like you know "Hmm, do i actually like am i actually like okay with like polyamory am i actually like as sexually liberated as like you know i'm as she thinks she's supposed to be Mm -hmm. um which I feel like is a very, very real to like the queer experience. Cause like I've had this conversation with quite a few of my friends where it's like, do I like, am I comfortable being in a non-monogamous relationship? Is that like something that I want to try? Or is that like something that doesn't interest me? And I think Karen has been telling herself like, yes, I am super into this. I would be super okay if it happened. And so one of the things she's wrestling is with one of the things she's wrestling with is the idea that maybe she isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Maybe I was being mean to Karen. But also, Karen is homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> no, she. Well, technically, she would be biphobic here. Mm, yes. She said some sketchy things elsewhere, but I did not judge her for like her reaction to this specific. It's okay for her to be angry and upset at the situation. I think that she's taking her feelings out on the boys. Yeah, she's she's definitely. What I did think... she do in that therapy appointment? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think she's displacing her anger onto Billy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's maybe right to be a little angry at Caleb. Uh, so the last line of this scene is Karen saying, I don't know if I'm going to fuck him again. Yeah. And then we cut to Billy's apartment. Caleb hangs up and Billy's like, so what did she say? And Caleb's kind of like trying to sugarcoat it. And mm-hmm. Billy asks very directly, she didn't like, uh, she didn't lose interest in me or something. Mm-hmm. smash cut to billy sobbing on the <laughs> devastated floor, to which he abruptly just stops and says i have an audition today mm-hmm. which is a mood and we're back in the car <laughs> so much whiplash yeah five minutes yeah this this episode is 10 minutes long and we're it's the shortest one in the series I think. yeah we're maybe four minutes in so much has happened. It also came out uh, six years ago yesterday. Wow. As of time of recording. <laughs> but yeah, we are in the car with uh, Billy and Caleb. They call Karen, call number 13, mm-hmm. and say, you know, we are on the way to to the audition and we're going we're gonna to pick you up and we can all talk about this on the way to the audition. Which is not the energy you want going into an audition. Absolutely not. Do not emotionally devastate yourself right before you have to stand in front of a bunch of people who don't care about you and bear your immortal soul. <laughs> Maybe it depends on what the audition's for. Mm, Maybe that's if true. The, like, if if the if it's like a uh, audition for like a depression medication, 
I feel Maybe. like Billy is in the perfect headspace. Method acting. I also, I, I've just looked down at my notes and I just ha- I have just have written, I don't know what the context is, Motel Art and the Virgin Mary. <laughs> I also don't know what the context is. Maybe this is a, it's in the part for the last scene. So maybe mm. it's like about Billy's apartment. Maybe. Um, but they're in they're in Caleb's apartment in the last scene. No, they're in Billy's. They they spend oh, the night okay. at Billy's. Um, okay. And I guess then, it's Caleb who says, "Do you guys want to come up?" Yeah. Oh, when you said la- when I said last scene, I meant previous oh. scene. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. Um, yeah. In the previous scene, I have Motel Art and the Virgin Mary. Hmm. Easter eggs. Go rewatch the episodes so you can <laughs> find them. So Karen gets into the back, and oh my god, I hate this scene. I love this scene so much. Billy promptly starts losing his entire shit. He is having a mental breakdown. This scene and like screen grabs of it were really big on OT3 Tumblr for a very long time. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Yeah, Billy gets, Billy's in shotgun. And then as soon as Karen gets in the car, she sits directly behind him. Mm -hmm. He gets out, walks around the car and gets in the back seat behind the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. which is Starts just making out with Karen trying to apologize. He's like talking against her face and also reaches into the front seat and like grabs Caleb's hand and <laughs> Caleb's like kissing his hand and Karen's like, are you kiss- holding his hand while you're kissing me? And the both of them at the same time are like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I made the grossest noise when this happened. I like had to pause and walk away and just recover what the hell is happening? Billy is unhinged. Um, Caleb, I hate how Caleb never has any awareness at any point in this entire episode. Like, his supposed best friend, but that's debatable mm-hmm. right now, keeps, like, con- admitting to him, like, listen, I'm kind of conflicted about this whole thing. It kind of feels like, you know, you went behind my back and did this thing. And he just he just keeps doing it. They just don't He's even implacable. talk about it. And mm-hmm. not to mention, you know, he is technically in a monogamous relationship with someone else that no one cares about that poor man mm-hmm. that poor this man. is this is all supporting z's theory that the benicio thing did not exist when this was originally shot and it was all cut into the show afterwards that makes more sense than whatever is happening in this entire episode mm-hmm. did i say that yeah. i may have said that at some point yeah. i don't remember saying that but i'll say anything <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 like, I think one thing, right, like, Billy is having a bisexual awakening. Yes. Billy is also realizing that he's in love with his best friend. Yes. Two, two things that you don't want to do at the same time. Two very emotionally difficult things. Mm-hmm. Karen is also realizing that the boy she's into is in love with her best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Which sucks. And I think because time isn't real in this show, we mm-hmm. can assume that Karen is also in love with Billy. Mm-hmm. And it's just pure chaos. I also have in my notes, whomst bisexual now, Linjamin. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole Lynn thing was foreshadowing to <laughs> Billy's plot line. I, my next note is the editing in this is very good. I don't remember what I was talking about. So, like, the editing in the in the car, like, 
they're it's very chaotic oh Hmm. um so so we have all the editing in the car it's Mm -hmm. like very good like caleb is just like i don't think caleb has a single emotion in this entire scene no uh there's one point where billy says i love both of you and Uh caleb just goes and i feel similarly to that (laughs) i think i think that he's doing this on purpose i think that he his role in this friend group is like hooking people up and mediating between pairs of friends. He is going into like ambassador mode in this scene. He's like, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm going to let the two of them express everything that they need to express. And I'm going to suppress all of my emotions and I'm not important right now. And that is why this like, this negotiation doesn't work because he also needs to be talking about his feelings for this to happen properly. Mediation implies that he is making a situation better. In fact, he is making it worse. I didn't say that he was good at it. Okay, that's true. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. Uh Uh-huh. Caleb's role in the friend group is mediating problems. He is emotional support friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has like two driving, well, three driving impulses. One of them is to cheat on his boyfriend. Yeah. The other two are solve other people's problems and mm-hmm. repress his own problems. Mm-hmm. And he can't do both of those at the same time here. Yep. So I think he just represses his own problems. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I mean, he is also driving in LA traffic, so <laughs> there's that. Um, Billy, or not Billy, Karen accuses Billy of not knowing her at all, and Billy's like, "I I know you very well," and does nothing to prove that, and then says that her that uh, his relationship with Karen and Caleb are like the deepest relationships that he has. That's sad. <laughs> A little bit. Which. To be fair, he and Caleb are, like, established to be, like, very close friends before this. Mm -hmm. I buy that one. (laughs) I mean, they don't act like it to me. The way they treat everyone like shit, I don't know. Maybe that's a California thing. (laughs) Yeah, everyone in this show treats everyone like shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe Um, it's a form of affection. uh, Yeah, we then... I'm not sure the exact order of this, but I'm pretty sure... Then Karen says, I'm never going to have sex with you again to Billy. And he breaks down again. Yeah. And hard cut. Then we cut to Freckle. Then we get the night shot is the next thing in my notes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. we go from, we've been in the car all day. Mm-hmm. It is suddenly, we are in the car all night. Mm-hmm. We arrive at Caleb's parking garage or something. And he says, do you guys want to come up? Mm -hmm. Caleb is trying really hard to be a peacekeeper he's not doing it well my question is Uh why did Caleb drive them all the way back or I guess Karen drove them all the way back to Caleb's apartment yes and then Caleb asks if they want to come up (laughs) the logistics here whose car is this it's Caleb's yeah sure it's not Billy's Mm. Billy doesn't strike me as a gay who can drive (laughs) But like, well, he wasn't a gay until very recently. <laughs> I didn't think Caleb had a car. Hmm. No, Caleb. Caleb does Caleb have a car. A, it's bad. Yeah, Caleb's Remember? bad car is a recurrent is like a running joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just always seems like everyone else is driving him places, and he's just like 
vibing. No. Caleb, uh, Caleb and Karen are like the only two people who can drive in this entire show. Mm. Freckle can drive, but shouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so they go upstairs. Then we get the FaceTime from Freckle. Mm-hmm. Where uh, she is wearing a horrendous red fedora <laughs> and just sort of preens for the camera for like a full minute mm-hmm. and then says so are we picking benicio up tomorrow i thought the call was a mistake <laughs> if someone if this was happening to me i would assume that freckle had been kidnapped and were, was trying to signal something to me with their eyes yeah that's valid i think this is something that freckle does all the time yes. this is what 100 percent ing this is 100% consistent with Freckle's character. Mm-hmm. And Caleb just waits patiently for her to be done. Uh, I've written here in all caps, no, you can't just go pick Benicio, uh, Benicio up from the airport. Imagine traveling to an entire other country just to get dumped. I hate this. What is... Well, I, I was going to Google uh, LAX and try and figure out like how long a car ride this was, but then I realized I don't know where any of them live. Nope. And that's on purpose. Um. <laughs> so then Caleb says that he's going to take a bath instead of dealing with any of his problems. Mood. Yes. What follows is a fever dream. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is this what f- bathing routine? What is that? I was so angry. <laughs> so, so, okay. This happens to me every time Hungry Eyes comes up on shuffle while I'm in the shower. Here's oh, the thing. Every time I have watched this show every time i've watched this episode i've thought this has to be a reference to something Mm. and i've never bothered to actually do the research to figure it out Mm -hmm. but today for you the humble listener the the loyal the loyal beautiful listener i bothered (laughs) to do 45 seconds of googling is the it's a dirty um, dancing thing, isn't it? It is. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, a pretty direct reference to the music video for "Hungry Eyes," mm-hmm. which is a pretty direct reference to the scene in "Dirty Dancing," where "Hungry Eyes" plays. Mm-hmm. Like to the extent that the music video for "Hungry Eyes" features clips from "Dirty Dancing." Mm-hmm. I don't believe that there's like a thruple in Dirty Dancing. There absolutely is not. <laughs> there isn't, but if you squint, there definitely is. That's true mm. of like most things, though. So it's like a singing in the rain type situation. We should do singing in the rain. You're getting off topic again. <laughs> uh, All we do on, on this season is get off topic. <laughs> Which is very appropriate for the show. We're just honoring the source material. Uh, Singing in the Rain would be a great season three episode. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We have to do Singing in the Rain now. Uh, oh, God. But yeah, this is this is an, ex- an extended reference to, like, the music video yeah. for Hungry Eyes. Okay, well, my question is, why is uh-huh. the door open? <laughs> So that Caleb can make eyes at Billy while he's soaping up. But Billy's like, just starts actively uh, hooking up with Karen, right? They're like making out, right? I think I wrote that down. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, being, I mean, what they're doing is the other half of the Hungry Eyes music video. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> like that, that is, is 
really like I, I think at this point the plot kind of takes a back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're dirty dancing. But yeah, I uh, like the the three main like components of the Hungry Eyes music video are like a couple being very close, mm-hmm. people uh, flipping their hair a lot, mm-hmm. and like with rain in the background. None of them ever actually get wet. Twas the eighties. Uh, the rain is just also there, and then like creepy old men. <laughs> Which one is Caleb? Uh, Caleb is is the flipping of the hair. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I finally bothered to do the googling. It's a it's a re- it's an extended reference. Good job. Uh, I think that they they pull it off really well. And the thing that I wrote here was this is a metaphor for something, and it definitely isn't, but it could be. I just felt high the whole time watching it. It's a metaphor for dirty dancing. <laughs> it's a one-to-one metaphor for dirty dancing. It's a it's a metaphor for the type of polyamorous relationship these three people could be in if they got their shit together even a little bit. I have a question. Yeah. Really yes. quick. Caleb, hmm. he's not bi, right? He's gay. Yes. Right? Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, I think as I think as far as we know, Caleb is only attracted to men. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in in the triangle, um, <laughs> Karen and Caleb would be metamors. Okay. Yeah, it would be. I I always think of this in chemistry terms uh, oh because <laughs> what so like there are a bunch of different like shapes that like basic molecule shapes, um, mm-hmm. like methane, right? CH four is like your very basic like pyramidal structure. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows the the methanes to be as far, not the methanes, it allows the hydrogen molecules to be as far as possible from each other while all still connected to the central carbon molecule. While still being in love with the carbon molecule, yeah. Yes, but there's a, a molecule shape uh, called bent, and then there is a molecule shape called big bent, uh, and so I always think of this as big bent because that's just such a funny phrase to type me. Big bent into Google really quickly. You might have to Google big bent chemistry. <laughs> that's true because I did just get the website for Big Bend National Park. Big bend chemical? That's not what I'm looking for. Oh, I see. You've got some hot pants on. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you if you go. To the bent molecular geometry page of Wikipedia, the picture in the little little Wikipedia picture box is a little guy with hot pants on. All right, now I have to Google this. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're right. Play along at home. I hate that you're correct. I actually am so upset. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like water is is famously uh, a a bent. What were we talking about? <laughs> Polyamory. My point is, uh, Karen and Caleb are the two oxygen. No, are the two hydrogen mo- molecules. Yeah. And Billy yeah. is the oxygen mo- molecule. Yeah. And together, they're a water molecule. Yeah. Wow. It's a very sim- simple metaphor, Autumn. <laughs> oh God, I'm sure there's. Me. I'm sure there's like one chemistry listener who's just like furiously raging <laughs> at me for getting all of this so wrong. And they should so. tell us about it at but is it underscore gay. <laughs> Caleb gets out of the bath. He approaches the bed wearing nothing but 
boxers and blue jeans. <laughs> Billy says, this my new come band. here. Billy says, Billy says, come here the way that, like, in a very, I cannot describe. He's like, come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is no, there is no, like, heterosexual explanation <laughs> for the way that Billy says, come here. Come yes. here. Like, it, it's, it's. He says it like, why aren't you already here? Mm-hmm. So then, yes, they get in bed, they cuddle, uh, and then Karen says, I'm still not fucking you, though. Then it ends. No, Karen says, Karen says, we're not having sex tonight. And Caleb says, oh. Yeah, Billy pulls a great face in this scene. <laughs> and then it fully ends. Mm-hmm. And like, I was, I was looking into this earlier. It was like, it was a full like February, April, January, February, March, April, May. Yeah, it was a full like two months before episode four came out. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? So they just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful. That's how this podcast is. <laughs> hey, you're very regular within a season. Mm-hmm. It is weekly within a season. <laughs> when are the That's seasons? That's all you can ask for. Good question. That's not important. Mind your business. It's not relevant. It is not germane <laughs> to the topic at hand. So, Autumn, how'd you feel about the episode? You can't see, but I'm making a face. I could hear the face, just so you know. Yeah, just so you're aware. Um, yeah, the whole time I was mostly upset that Caleb was supposed to be the protagonist of the show because I dislike him so very much. You can dislike a protagonist. Yes. But he's but... not the protagonist of this episode. You're right. Karen's but of the, the protagonist whole show. of this episode. Mm-hmm. But of, his name is in the title. Okay. That's true. And his life is apparently wondrous or whatever. <laughs> and I just, why? <laughs> you did not find this episode wondrous? It certainly was an experience. I certainly was intrigued. But also was yelling a lot at my screen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And what more can you ask of from good art? <laughs> you're right. I guess I guess you're technically correct. Mm-hmm. If I am not hooting and or hollering uh, <laughs> by the end of act one, mm-hmm. what am I even watching for? Exactly. That's how I feel about singing in the rain. <laughs> I've never seen all of singing in the rain at once in the right order. Oh my god. Okay. I honestly don't think I've really seen much of it, so I know that they sing. I know that there's rain. <laughs> yes. I know that they like stay up until three AM at one point. Yes, they do. It's plot critical. Season three is gonna be so fascinating for you guys because it's gonna be like Revenge of the Sith singing in the rain, fourth man out again when I force my way back onto this podcast uh, you could do just revenge like, of the sith i didn't realize revenge of the sith was listed no one told me that yeah anakin and padme uh are a metaphor for queer repression this is true interesting um, i haven't seen also it. i get to talk about padme with a knife <laughs> okay well, this can't s- turn into our season three pitch episode um, <laughs> what is what do you guys think is gonna happen next? Yeah, Autumn, where so what do you th- where do you think we go from here as mm-hmm. as an audience of 
Caleb, God. the Game Wonders Life of Caleb Gallo. What are you anticipating next? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, we're going to have some terrible moments with Caleb's boyfriend that are going to make me feel bad for him. Yes. At some point. That's going to happen. Benicio also, did nothing wrong. Um, Caleb's going to do more shit that somehow feels both like he's shitting on monogamy and polyamory at the same time to me. I don't really know how he does that, but that's the vibe (laughs) I get from everything he does. Uh, And I'm going to scream some Mm. more. That's what's going to happen. Is McDonald's the next episode? What? You know what I mean. McDonald's. So, yeah, uh, to give you a little teaser of the the (laughs) next episode. McDonald's. um, So the A plot uh, is, and it's just like an episode of Mythbusters. The A plot is way less interesting, but more expensive, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Is he the build team stand? Oh, absolutely a build team stand. I was uh, I, I was never a huge fan of like Grant um, just because like uh, as a child I was like wow Grant is enthusiastic about things that's cringe <laughs> um, and like obviously as an adult I realized that that was like a really like bad like opinion to have mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's but, so sad yes Jamie Heineman incredibly my taste in men <laughs> interesting carrie (laughs) carrie byron is that her name yes uh incredibly my taste in women Mm. and i always felt like the build team's myths were more interesting but anyway so love that side (laughs) conversation thank you for your hot take uh that's that's what episode episode four is episode four is an episode of mythbusters good (laughs) i love filet of fish i was so genuinely heartbroken when i learned that like Adam and Jamie were just kind of like co-workers. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah. Yeah, and like Jamie works for like Raytheon or Lockheed Martin or something now. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, just like genuinely, genuinely quite heartbroken. Like lost a little piece of childhood innocence that day. Damn. And that's what episode four of Caleb Gallo is about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wow. And that's why it's only available on Vimeo. <laughs> Can't wait for that. No, I think it's because there are nipples in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I'm, no, it's a copyright strike. Um, Is it because of the filet fish? No, there's... um, Because I, I, I was looking at the, the link it's on YouTube is still eyes. up. You just can't see the um, video. Mm-hmm. Uh, the There is... um. A, a like music like a record label um has claimed one of the songs um fucked up um so we'll watch it on vimeo <laughs> hell yeah okay uh i think that you can find the show at but is it underscore gay on twitter okay but is it gay on tiktok autumn are you on the internet <laughs> uh a tumble underscore season on Twitter. I remember this time. <laughs> Z, I think that you are also on the internet. Uh, yeah, I'm at Futons in Bulk on Twitter. I occasionally tweet. Not very often. Hell yeah. Oh, our theme song is thanks to Enoff, E-N-O-F-F, on Instagram. Hi, Terrell. Thanks for listening, and stay gay, everybody.